All right, well, let's get started. Just hit that button right there. Um, how do we want to start this? It's been a long time. Cue up the opening credits. This is the Life Truth Network. Quest for our truth. Episode 432. <laughs> Quest for Truth, presented by Protectorate Productions and HPN, Heltsley Podcast Network. Now located at life-truth.com. And now, here are your hosts, Keith Heltsley and Nathan Caldwell. Uh, hey, everybody, this is your host, Keith, and we are Quest for Truth, and we're here to do a podcast about questing for truth what's true what's real in the world around us true about god faith and the bible and uh, joined today with me is our long lost co-host from the depths of arkansas Hi the only the world famous the frog <laughs> the frog we haven't said that in a long time no i was just uh, i was listening to last season of the comedy showcase and that was one of the things that I showcased is the, is me doing the frog, yeah. And and was it you or Chris doing uh, Moose Man or whatever? Uh, it was me because at the time I couldn't get Chris; he wasn't available. Yeah. Uh, and then Anti Chris, you had to step in as Anti Chris. Yeah, I which, think so. Which is a shame, really. Yeah. yeah for- <laughs> We used to do a lot more comedy bits in the show when we first got started. Uh, I, I think right now the episode is not available on the website. It, it's there, but it's not there. Huh. Uh, there's a reason why. But okay. we did. I did glean those scenes, and you were able to put that on your shop. Uh, uh, right. Can't talk comedy showcase. Right. Uh, and it is funny bit. Uh, have to check out Nathan's comedy showcase i don't know what episode but it's in season three it's it's not too far down down the lane lane but no the reason it's not available on the site is uh there was a time uh, a couple of years back where our site was hacked and a lot of shows got lost and i've been putting them back and and as i do i'm setting them to be private and not public because if I do, they'll show up on the feed. They'll maybe like, you know, 20 shows all of a sudden appear out oh, of wow. nowhere from years ago. Uh, so I've been setting it private. And as I get caught up, and I think I have about 100 more to go. Wow. <laughs> what, what I want to do is maybe put them over on Patreon. and have Like the back pa- catalog. Yeah, have the back catalog on Patreon. Uh, that's that's kind of what I, I wanted to talk to you in more detail about it. We 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 might we might not. Who, who knows? Maybe if I if, if I'm in a bind, I don't have uh, an episode. Maybe I just start playing a lot of uh, request episodes and until, pop them out there until they're like uh, until Patreon's like, you guys are too um, conservative. We're gonna have to uh, kick you off Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> If I get kicked off because we're we're too uh, right leaning or something, hmm. those are wacko uh, fundamentalists. Actually, uh, Christian Christians. <laughs> Ooh, <good> figure. <laughs> never can tell. All right. So you've been kind of busy lately. Uh, you got kids in the house this summer. Right, you kids in the house. At all? I've actually been gaming a lot. Believe it or not, but. Um, getting a lot of deer and antelope. I, I know, and it is addictive <laughs> as I'll get out. But uh, let me tell you what's been going on in, in Protector Productions, uh, Life Truth, all that. I am in the process of working season four uh, of uh, Protector Productions Comedy Showcase. I am a, I have put out a call. If anybody, and this goes to the listeners too, if you think you're funny and if you're clean, uh send something uh our way you can do just go to you can even now 
life-truth.com has a submissions page. I'm sure Keith wouldn't mind if you did it through there, but you can also go to bit.ly slash funny and clean, which is the, the site I use for Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. And there's a place you can just record a, a voicemail there. Uh, and and so if you think you're funny, I want to hear you. Now, I'll be honest. I give you a disclaimer. There's a lot of people think they're clean, and um, I, I I don't. <laughs> they think they're clean, and they have a little bit too much yep. bodily yep. function, humor, yep. we'll call it. Oh, no, it's not even that. Or, that doesn't bother me as much. Or it's a little bit uh, those army language. words. It's actually, uh, yes, yeah, choice words. Terry, I always have to warn you about his army language creeping in. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Because that may have been the situation, actually. Because uh, he was. <laughs> I know once in a while on this podcast, I'll start to say, like, that's an old Marine Corps word. I better not say that. <laughs> <laughs> not in public, not on this podcast. There's a bit for the uh, showcase. Just that that little conversation there. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, no. Sometimes is, those old words will creep in without thinking about it. Well, I tell you, <laughs> recently, I thought I was... I was really wanting to use some of them words, and I've never been in the military. Yeah, but well, I, just... I remember a particular episode from way back where um, there was the word "crap" being bat- yep, banded yep. around. You're like, my wife hates when I say that word, and I, I purposely, I think, bleeped it out just for fun, although it wasn't all that right. that serious of a word. But that's funny. I had some fun with that one time. <laughs> but um, let's see what else? Oh no, I recently found out I have gout. Yeah, yeah, and I found out because I was in so much pain that I had to leave work because I couldn't walk. Yeah, wow. So yeah, but had to hop out at one foot. <laughs> it, it's, it's it anyway. Well, yeah. I, I take medicine for that, but lately I haven't been. I've been never having any trouble. Uh, well, that's well, right now. I'm okay. Uh, it it but, died. I mean, down, even but... you got kids in the house. I mean, are they in the house right now or yeah, yeah. being pretty True. well behaved? True's right next to me, giggling up a storm. And it's just chattering away. You can't can't make that kid shut up. Huh? I didn't talk. He just didn't stop talking. Oh no, he talks and talks <laughs> and talks. I like, but you know, for a kid who was first considered nonverbal, oh, he's starting to talk more. That's awesome. Yeah, he's using he's using words. Uh, maybe one of these days we can get him on the show. He doesn't talk. I mean, it's not always complete sentences, but right, that's awesome. The Itsy Bitsy Spider, and when we sing the Veggie Tales theme song, oh, wow, that's yeah. great. I love my boys. Maybe Max he'll be doing back. some uh, reading some script stories someday on uh, audio drama. Well, you know, uh. And that could happen, maybe not true yet, but Max could do it. And Max has actually been on the comedy showcase with me, uh, is going to be uh, coming up in season four. Uh, there's a bit we do with uh, Sherlock Holmes. And it's, oh, wow. it's, yeah, I won't, I don't want to give too much away because then, because, you know, my bits are so, so short that if I give too much away, it gives the punch the away. Thing, yeah. listen. <laughs> well, I, I know you've done some nature now and he's been on there. Yes. Uh, nature nowhere. It, he is on nature nowhere. I need to get, uh, maybe one of these days we can get back out there. Um, yeah. I, I really, and, uh, how, how busy have you been with uh, the, the clean Christian fiction magazine? I am currently working on episode 12. Um, I've got the feature set. It's going to be the first three episodes of Crimson Garnet, which were done in audiobook form, um, produced by Jimmy David Robbins. Of course, you know, Jimmy David Robbins plays the Crimson Garnet oh, in yeah. our, uh, in on Life Truth. Um, and here's the thing, though, is I'm going to try to get an interview with him, if not this episode next episode and i've already got a couple things lined up for like things i've heard that were really good or something for the for you know an episode or two down the road and uh this uh, while i'm while i'm here this week uh in between my honeydews i'm gonna try to finish episode 12 of life truth presents the clean clean fiction podcast and (laughs) 
and so that will be nice um try to get the latest free friday info because if, if y'all don't know every friday clean fiction magazine gives away a free issue a free ebook issue oh yeah it's past issues a uh, great way to start your collection because here's what you see is who who's the editor of that magazine amy lynn mcconaughey and we need to have her on if yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know if she's I, I need to ask not, her but... a question about the publication on that I'll, i won't talk here about it but i need to ask her a question about it but okay but yeah they do have a free magazine it's not the current one it's usually one from like the previous quarter or something do you need an invite into the clean fiction um group the the, the yeah the facebook group and they, they every week they have a yeah a link for a week or every month they have a free are you in the group yeah i'm in the group okay good because you I've can get her from there. One of the magazines before, and I've got—I actually bought one of the magazines. I think it was the first one you edited. Can you read it? That's what I need to talk to her about. Oh, I—I <laughs> I I have some recommendations that may help her with making it accessible. Um, I don't. I think that would be great. Uh, but yeah, I—I I, I don't know exactly what her side of the publication is uh but that's what i need to find out yeah um, talk anyway to it, it is i i actually was able to ocr it with a camera uh which is sometimes unreliable uh and i got one ma the one magazine partially right i haven't got all the way through it but that but that's it's, it's possible but it's very tedious gotcha <laughs> uh but it, but yeah, I wanted to have you talk about that because I was actually talking. I mentioned to someone on our Christian podcast community that you were involved with the clean, what's it called, clean, clean fiction, fiction magazine? magazine, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know that." They were kind of it's like they were kind of impressed that you were doing that. It was a you know a worthy project or something. Yeah, I I really think it's great. I love Amy Lynn, and uh, as a matter of fact, um. She was in a chat on that story show not long ago, and and uh, Keith or not Keith, James mentioned her. I think. Oh really? Uh, if if I'm not mistaken, because you know now he's part of our community as well. Uh, being as a matter of fact, uh, his of course he's already been on my podcast. Isn't he our one and only Patreon? Yes, he is. <laughs> And, uh, shout out uh, to James. <laughs> yeah, I love James. James is great. And he has been on our show at least two or three times. And he also partake, partook in our Luke drama for one. Yeah, he played show. Peter. Yeah. I wonder if Peter's going to have another uh, set of lines for too long. The next episode is set to take place at Peter's mother-in-law's house. Oh. I think... I think it's here. I that. need to get James either that to... or an episode with Mary. I can't remember. Do, do I need to ask James to get his mother-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> Is well, that where Jesus be... heals his mother-in-law? Yeah. That's yeah, great. Does. And then she gets up and starts serving him. Right. <laughs> I, I think that's the next one, but I, I'd have to look where I'm at. Okay. Within Luke. And hey, and if I if there's something I haven't gotten on yet, let me know and I'll I'll hop to it. Yeah. Um, there is a Luke drama sitting in the wings. I haven't worked on it. I, I think I have all the parts to if you find out you yeah. don't, let me know. Um so what are we talking about today? Ever wish you could get together with a friend over coffee each week and talk about God's word? Me too. Hi, I'm Anthony Russo. I'm the host of Grace and Peace Radio. Grace and Peace Radio is a Christian living blog and podcast dedicated to engaging conversations about applying God's Word to everyday life. I hope you'll join me, Anthony Russo, on Grace and Peace Radio each week at graceandpeaceradio.com or right here on the Christian Podcast Community.org. Commands of Christ, presented by Nathan Caldwell. It's love, just flat out love, and love your love God, love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. The first and greatest commandment. 
course, the second one, love your neighbor as yourself. As yourself. You know, somebody might be asking, do you have to love your neighbor to be saved? No, that's not how you be saved. But I'm telling you, sometimes you might have to be saved to love your neighbor. <laughs> that was Commands of Christ, presented by Nathan Caldwell. Quest for Truth, now located at life-truth.com. Hello everyone, Daniel Minnick here. I host a podcast called Truth Espresso, and I am inviting you to join in. So what can you expect at Truth Espresso? Well, at Truth Espresso, we wake up our minds every Monday with a robust shot of truth. Let's dig deep in the Word of God as we get to know our God better together. Let's challenge our view of the world as we take apart conventional politics with a fine-toothed comb. See all that Truth Espresso has to offer by going to www.truthespresso.com. And by the way, Truth Espresso is now a member podcast of the growing family of the Christian podcast community. Check out other faith-building shows at christianpodcastcommunity.org, hosted by Striving for Eternity Ministries. patriotic stuff through the month of July. And I wanted to stick with that theme. Um, Hopefully listeners are like that. You know what I read? Hmm? Talking about patriotism. I read that every night the January uh, 6th detainees sing the national anthem. I think I heard that too. Yeah. Uh, Just um, because I mean some of them, of course, were kind of prone to vandalism, and there's evidence that they were. But a great deal of them are not not really held with any good reason. No, um, that is correct. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, I would call setup. They were they were set up to take a fall. Yep. Um, uh, I but was not telling... to jump on that topic too deeply. Not uh, yet. Not yet. It, uh, th- there is a lot of bad things with our government, a lot of corruption, a lot of bad politics. But but you know what? And that is very true. And it's very discouraging. And, and I could make it worse because there's a lot of bad things going on in some of the so-called churches out there as well. Right. But all we can do is stick to the truth, teach it, and love people and try to share it. That's all we can do. And, and, you know, vote, obviously, but. Well, uh, and, you know, that's kind of the point I wanted to make with my July of, you know, civics lessons, as it were, is to point out the goodness of where America got started. Right. Because people can say, oh, that was a long time ago when people were, you know, three quarter hats and powdered wigs and stuff. But, you know, as much as customs change, and society changes, human nature has not. Human nature is still what it is since the days of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And the constitution of our country was framed based on human nature that's always existed and always will be. Uh, and you have to focus on that. Uh, is it a perfect document? Well, I, I would say there's probably some flaws in there, but that's why they have amendments. Right. Um uh, but I just wanted to have a month dedicated to pointing out what's good about our country. Right. And not all the convoluted mess right. that's out there today. And boy, is there. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, speaking of things that get convoluted, um, today we're going to look at a church that had a convoluted look at the gospel of Jesus Christ. Will you to be needing some help? I have some AI that was listening in and <laughs> making my screen be all wacky. <laughs> but 
but uh, I wanted to maybe move into something of a a main topic of sorts. And we mentioned uh, before we got started about uh, talking about Galatians. Mm -hmm. Come on. I know what your topic is, and I had the chance to write a short devotional for you. Um, I have a note here. Let me do it. I think I can contribute. My, my retrobot has been suggesting in my, you know, you can't hear him from the control room here, uh, but he's uh, telling me he has a devotion uh, based on Galatians 1, verses 6 through 10. Oh, that should be interesting. Yeah, let me, let me try to read it here. Galatians 1, colon 6, 10 says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel which is really no gospel at all. Evidently some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preached to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Devotional thought, it's easy to get caught up in the latest trends or fads, whether they are related to fashion, technology, or even spirituality. But in these verses, Paul reminds us that there is only one true gospel, and that we must remain steadfast in our faith and not be swayed by false teachings or beliefs. It's important to remember that the gospel is not just a set of beliefs, but a way of life. It's a call to live in the grace of Christ, to be transformed by his love and to share that love with others. The gospel is not about following a set of rules or rituals, but about living in a relationship with God and allowing his grace to transform us from the inside out. Paul warns us against those who would pervert the gospel and lead us astray. We must be discerning and test everything against the truth of God's word. If anyone preaches a different gospel, let them be under God's curse. This may sound harsh, but it shows how serious Paul is about preserving the integrity of the gospel message. As followers of Christ, we are called to be faithful and obedient to his teachings. We must not be swayed by the latest trends or the opinions of others, but remain grounded in the truth of God's word. Let us pray that we will be able to discern false teachings and remain steadfast in our faith, so that we may continue to live in the grace of Christ and share his love with others. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, finish that sentence, though. Allowing him to transform us. We must not be swayed by the latest trends or the opinions of others, but remain grounded in the truth of God's word. Let us pray that we will be able to discern false teachings and remain steadfast in our faith, so that we may continue to live in the grace of Christ and share his love with others. Okay, I, okay, I, I could. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, from our retro body. Because if if he changes uh, us from the inside, we are going to do the things we're supposed to do, but we won't do it just to do them. We'll do them because they're important to us. So yeah, okay. So how did I do? Did you like it? I'm surprised. I'm surprised that the retrobot actually did that. Well, I had a little bit of help. You know uh -huh. what? Uh uh. It wasn't Callie. I promise. I think there's more to it, though. Uh-huh. Is this David? Of course it is. It's David. Your most favorite retro bot ever. Yeah, it's David. Where'd you get this from, David? Did you come up with this yourself? Tell him the truth, David. Well, I had a little help from ChatGPT, the open source AI. Uh, what in the world is ChatGPT? It's a cool online artificial intelligence. And best of all, is open source. You know, artificial intelligence. Open AI. Get out. Get, out. Here. get, get out. Just go, go away. Go. Just, go. just leave. Just go. Yeah. Mm -mm. Well, if that's the way you want, I'd like to see you humans do it any better. We, we can do it. We can do this. Oh, man. We you can know, try from a retrobot. All right. But... You, you were telling me, though, that the GPT thing is usually quite. Uh, liberal so it, it does have a liberal progressive leaning to it that didn't sound that bad it, it actually didn't uh I, I i wonder where the the robots got that from mm. i guess they're not always entirely uh 
Depends on what Micro they're liberal. got to work with, maybe. Uh, uh, My son was talking to me a minute ago. Yeah. Well, I had the cat meowing at me a while ago. Said, are you making some kind of comparison between our kid and your cat? Uh, well, only that they can be uh, interjects noise at awkward moments. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm sure your cat doesn't use, or your kid doesn't use litter box. And I definitely know this cat does not squat on the toilet. No, he, well, he does. He may do it other places, but he, he doesn't do that. <laughs> oh, earlier uh, while you were talking about uh, your your wife and the honeydew list, I I was kind of laughing through there because uh, before I get going here, uh, it reminded me of something I saw on Twitter that says I I discovered. According to my to-do list, I have nothing going on this uh, this weekend. And then my wife found out, and now I have a lot of things going on. This <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just had to bring it up. We talk about comparisons of family life. Are you hearing him laughing? No, it's not picking up. I don't think that's fine. I'll just um, just he, you know, this one thing I like about True is. <clears throat> Anything can tickle him. Oh. He's so easy tickled, and I just love it. And you just give him that look, and he starts laughing. Huh? Hey, true. <laughs> he, you know, I gave him a face, and he tried to make it back at me. Ah. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a joke about that, too. Uh, are you making a face at me? And the response is, no, you are born with that, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but yeah talking about the galatians those verse starting with verse six you know the paul says he is amazed it means he's astonished that they were uh so quickly deserting and uh, the phraseology there would imply that he's astonished and it's not that they were tempted away or lured away or somebody presented some you know snazzy argument that they deserted that the motivation came from within um well the, now in verse seven it says somebody was troubling them and trying to pervert the gospel right but but the 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 troubling uh you can be troubled and resist but they so easily turned away uh, and it kind of reminds me uh, of something I heard not long ago. Somebody, I think it was one of the other CPC folks, had a, a clip of, of a woman pastor, alleged, and some people were in their office and they were talking about the truth of the gospel. And she was, you know, being the woman pastor, was trying to convince them of uh, her position was okay, and they got to the point when it was clear that they were opposed to her being in office. It would begin to be, well, don't you think, or don't you think Jesus said, or don't you feel like? And that's the problem is people want a gospel of feelings, and don't you think? Right, and right. It's not what I think. It's what the gospel says. Agreed. I can, I can feel bad or good or happy or sad but the gospel says this it says that jesus can't to pay the price for my sin because i can't do it myself right it it's requires a, gospel. a divine sacrifice it, it's a gospel of grace uh -huh. not a gospel it, of works right and, it, and there's another issue i just heard this i guess yesterday the, the uh, hmm. There's apparently a uh, a trans person uh, using the stage name of Flamey Grant. I think that's what they call themselves. And they have reached the top of the Christian charts on iTunes with the song that they have. And I thought, wow. I mean, what does that say about our society today? About being led astray, about being troubled into thinking, hey, this is okay. Well, it's not. Well, you know, it gets even worse. The guy who is the trans person is actually a former worship leader. This is the kind of leading astray 
this happening here. They they were so taken in by another air quotes gospel that is not a gospel. Then they think it's okay, <laughs> and it's horrible. And you know somebody out there might be saying, well, "What does this have to do with the gospel?" I mean, you're talking about social issues. Well, anymore today, when people talk about the gospel, a lot of times they try to make it a social gospel. They try to make it about the issues of the day. The gospel is about the fact that we're sinners and we need a savior. And Jesus died and rose again to make sure that we were covered if we just trust him, not ourselves. And 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 that's what it has to do with people are trying to change the gospel to mean all this other stuff. But when you change the gospel to mean all this other stuff, guess what gets left in the dust? Yeah, and, and it's so, I mean, today the, the message is, I'm a good person. I'm good enough. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's like, no, you're not. You are a sinner, and you are in need of a Savior. I hate to make you feel bad and rain on your parade, but uh, you're not good. We're you don't have to teach your kids how to be bad. You have to teach them how to be good because we're born with a bad nature. We're inclined to be not good. and the, But that's just why Jesus came is because he can cover all that with his divine nature so that our human nature one day can be reunited so that we can all uh, – be inhabit God's presence and he can be with us in our presence is because of Jesus, not because I'm a good person or me, me, me. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Oh. Oh, but, um, yeah. What is that verse seven? How did that read again? But, uh, trying to find it here, different gospel, uh, which is no, not another. Oh, there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. Uh, but eight says, if we or an angel from heaven should preach to a gospel contrary, he is to be accursed. And that word accursed is anathema or anathema, if you mispronounce it. Are you still there? I didn't lose you, did I? I seem to have no audio. All right. For some reason, my can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. For some okay. reason, my space bar wasn't uh, doing what it's supposed to be doing. Okay. It's you know it's. Yeah, I wasn't to... sure. If, uh, I didn't hear anybody leave the room. I thought that was just weird. It was just me. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to unmute me, and it it wasn't doing it. So I don't know what the deal was there. Oh. Um, but um, notice, though, it says, and you talk about anathema, and I want to get back to that in a minute. Um, if not even an angel from heaven can change the message, that tells me the gospel. And notice, it didn't say an angel from hell, or not hell, but you know what I mean. Right, well, angel and a demon are are the same category of being. Right, but it said specifically an angel from heaven. If an angel from heaven, from the throne of God, cannot change the message of the gospel, that means it's static, it's unchanging. Right. And, and, And Paul said, if somebody tries to curse it, let them be accursed, or as you said, anathema. And what that has to do is you, they, they, they've got to, they've got to leave. And, and now I'm not talking about not letting them sit under teaching. That, that's obviously what they're needing, but they are not. They are not part of the church anymore. Right. They, well, they, they need to be aware that that they're not spiritually a, a part of the Church of Christ, the Body of Christ, the Bride of Christ. Right. They they, they are. If they believe that, that's on them. But they need to know that you cannot carry the label of a Christian right. because you're lying about it if you do. <laughs> That's right. And uh, and and that person won't is not to teach, is not to hey, that person is not even sing a special. I don't think. 
Oh. Or what churches still have specials. A lot of churches don't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah there needs to be some church discipline there yeah. and say, look, it's not that we want you to be accursed. It's not that we want you to take your little transvestite self and go away. It's that we need you to know the truth of the gospel, that those things are sin. You should feel bad about them, but we need to also have hope and assurance to know that Christ paid that price to bring you back in. Hold on a minute. This is off topic, and this is uh-huh. where we may have to do some editing here. But you mentioned transvestite. I thought that was somebody that was born with both. Well, technically, transvestite is somebody who dresses as the opposite. I did not. I did not. I thought that was transgender. Transgender is what the world is. I, I may have misspoke there because, you know, vest means like attire. Transvest means you're wearing the wrong clothes. I did not know that. Transgender is you, you think you have the wrong body parts. Okay, I did not know that. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. All right. And and really, most drag queens really are transvestites. They cross-dress and pretend. Uh, the the ones who have the real, real problem is those who think they're transgender, and then they have surgeries done, which doesn't satisfy, and taking all those drugs to pretend to change your body leads to more dissatisfaction, which leads eventually, hopefully, to suing the pants off of some doctors who shouldn't have yeah. been doing that in the first place and get them the proper psychological medical care to fix their minds, which is easier to do to fix their body. Anyway, off topic. <laughs> yeah. Off topic, but not off topic. Because you don't need to go down following a false gospel. And that is this one false gospel that's out there. It is so, so hot and heavy right now. It's so hot and heavy that the government wants to, to block parents from knowing what their kids are doing at school. Yeah, it's a dangerous situation. And before anybody says that we're being hateful, there are things we passionately disagree with. That doesn't mean we hate people. It means that we passionately disagree with certain views um, if I didn't care, this stuff is dangerous. It hurts people. And I'm talking about medically. It literally hurts people because once they do what they do, some of that can't be undone. And some people are like, I don't want this anymore. And it's too late. They're stuck that way. And you're you're literally sterilized for life, and you're yeah you're just stuck that way, uh, and there's no going back. So it's not that we hate; it's that we're passionately opposed to certain things. Um, that's the only way I know how to say it. Um, do I care about these people? Yes. Am I going to treat them with disrespect when I see them? Absolutely not. Because they are still people that are made in the image of God, no matter what their moral beliefs are. And, um, and they do, as sinners, need to be in church, but to learn about Christ and to receive the Holy Spirit and to be changed and leave their sins behind. That's that's the process. You don't come to church to feel good. You come to church I mean, to be converted, to be a new person, to be changed. Yes. yes. That's the ultimate goal of going to church. Uh, but you need to understand that if you haven't received the Holy Spirit, uh, then you aren't spiritually part of the church. And before you can do anything of a leadership role, you really need to be spiritually part of the church. So that, that excludes women who think they're called because biblically well, they're not really. I mean, I get your enthusiasm to serve Christ. That's awesome. But I, th- I think you're mistaken on a call to be a leader, especially a pastor. Uh, and I think you're misled if you think you're 
some kind of a drag queen who wants to lead a service. <laughs> you don't, you've never received the real gospel. Uh, and this is what these verses are about. And in in verse nine, he he actually repeats the last thing he said in verse eight about let them be accursed. Um, this is important. This is important. Uh, anytime something gets repeated, it's important. And he's just emphasizing, you know, it, who, whoever gave you this, this should be accursed. You should not, should not follow false gospels. It's almost like when your dad said, hey, look at me, look at me. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is important. Well, I, no way my dad would never say that. Well, I mean, <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> There's a joke about it. There are times when I did that, when I say that behind a pulpit, uh, especially if I'm talking to young people. <laughs> and there's times teachers are in front of a class, they're trying to say something important. They'll tap that board, point at that phrase again, and repeat, you know, let them be. That's a right. They'll, they'll stop a foot, point at the board, and say it again. Uh, because if it's important, they want to, that to be sunk in. Um, and, you know, verse 10 here kind of really brings a good point here, and it reminds me of what you just said about, look, we're not saying this because we're haters or because we uh, uh, want to be enemies of somebody. Uh, Paul says why his motivation is in verse 10. Am I now seeking the favor of men? You know, it's not about... Uh, your personal preferences or perversions, it has to be about the gospel. It has to be what God says is true, not what, well, don't you think that, or do you think God still wants, well, if it's in the Bible, then yes. <laughs> yes, he does still want that. Uh, I don't, have, it's not what I think. It's not what I feel. I can, I can hate it. I can hate the fact that something uh, is wrong in my body or in my mind, but it's what God wants. You know, sometimes we have stuff given in our lives or in our bodies that we don't want it. I would rather not have to live with this. Why did you make my body be this way? My mind worked this way. But we have to understand that even if we are in a broken body, it's not about me. It's about God. How can I serve God the way I am? Right. And pass on the gospel, the true gospel, uh, through a broken vessel. How can I do that and glorify God, give him honor and glory? It's not about me trying to sweet talk somebody. It's not about that. Because, hey, you can be a, a silver-tongued devil out there, as they say, and you can be making mega churches because people like to come and see you perform. But it should be about the gospel, what's true, what does God want? Especially, you know, when we're talking about the Word of God and the teachings that, that are found therein, that's important. But there is a distinction here I, I think needs to be made. You're not talking about doctrine or any just any doctrine when you're talking about the gospel. You're talking about, when you're talking about the gospel, what you're talking about is the way mankind is redeemed from their sin. Um, you know, I could talk about family... Uh, dynamics and everything else that's mentioned in the Bible, things to do, things not to do. That's not the gospel. The gospel is the fact that I'm a sinner. And Jesus Christ came and lived a perfect life, died on the cross to take my place, rose from the dead, so that now if I'm just trusting Christ. Now, mind you, I'm agreeing with God that my sin is wrong. 
and I'm trusting him for forgiveness, and he's going to change me from the, like you said, from the inside, like, like we read earlier in the AI thing, from the inside, he's going to change me. And I mentioned in my sermons, well, what if I don't want to be changed? Then the gospel is not for you right now. Because if you don't want to be changed, you don't want to get saved. Because if you get saved, God's going to change you. Right. And and there are things, it, it's hard to describe when it's hard for somebody maybe who's not saved to understand. But the instant the Holy Spirit comes in, there are things that will change immediately. There are things that will just be different. For every person, it's a different thing or things or, or set of issues but there will be things that instantly happen maybe it's as simple as you know i really for my case i was eight years old i got saved i was to the point where i really hate sundays i hate going to church i hate dressing up i hate combing my hair <laughs> i hate polishing my shoes i hate all that stuff i hate having to sit in a in a hard pew for an hour uh when i could be home you know playing or something but when the when i got saved it's like hey let's go to church you know and and i liked it i mean i i just went instantly from i hate it to i like it uh and maybe that will work with somebody now being eight years old i had a lot of maturing to go and a lot of growing up to do and didn't i didn't fall away or act stupid or do dumb junk because i was a kid uh but i i knew even when i got older and it's like, you know, is this real? Am I really, I, I always could put a finger on that day. Say, I know what, because right. I know this happened in, in my life. Uh, and no matter what my friends are trying to get me to do or tell me to do or temptations to go and do, I knew that it was, it just didn't feel right because that day I knew I had the Holy Spirit. And it can be as, 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 as life changing as that. And of course, the, the the ongoing temptations are just that. They're look in the mirror. That's the devil you have to deal with right there. That face looking back at you in the mirror. That's your biggest temptation right there for the rest of your life. <laughs> and, and if you don't believe that, and I know this is slightly off topic, but if you don't believe that you're the biggest devil in your life, and, and maybe I'm mistaken, maybe we're wrong. But if you're not the biggest, you're one of them, just like me. I'm one of the biggest devils. If I, and I mean, maybe Satan, I'm sure, is more evil than I am. Don't get me wrong. But I, I think what, Keith, you're trying to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, what you're trying to say is you don't need the devil to be tempted to sin. What you need, like you said, look in the mirror. I have my own problems to deal with. And what I'm trying to say, if you don't believe that, here's the proof. At the end of days, the devil had been bound, will, will have been bound for a thousand years. When he is released, he's going to gather an army together of people that hadn't died yet. Yeah. And they'll be tempted and some will fall away because of those temptations. But what I'm saying, though, is that the people he gathers, they were already having problems. They'd never trusted Christ after however many years of life they've had. So they were already in sin. Regardless of what that sin was, they were already in open rejection of Christ, or if not open, rejection nonetheless. Yeah, and, and you know, and whenever we're our, our own biggest temptation, it doesn't take much for somebody who knows how to press a button. And believe me, Satan has had a lot of experience and his armies of demons and pressing buttons. Uh, they know the human spirit just as well or better than any psychologist. And they can say, hey, let me put this thought in your head. Let me, let me put this stumbling block in your path. Uh, and, but that, that's the extent, but you know that spiritual warfare you know, once you're saved and you know you have the Holy Spirit, it's an ongoing process to try to not fall for those stumbling blocks. That's what sanctification is all about. <laughs> we we know we can't get to heaven on our own, but we can at least try uh, to approach it as much as we can, you know. 
So uh, there's our verses for today. I, we could go on, uh, but I just wanted to focus on this one as a, a devotional thought, I guess. Uh, and, you know, I, I think maybe the, the, the retro bot may have had it right when it says, you know, that uh, it's it graces from God. And we have to experience God from the inside out. It's not that we can do to get there. We have to be changed by God, by the Holy Spirit, from the inside out. And we need to not fall away from that. There's no other way. You know, God doesn't accept perverse behavior. And I don't want anybody to think that we believe you can lose your salvation. You can't. But... um. God deals with people who are misbehaving that are his kids. That's you'll find that in various places in scripture as well. You can't just live like that and not have a, a consequence. Uh, No, I'm sorry. I don't want to lose your train of thought. I just had a comment to make with. You want to interject right now or. I don't know. I'm, I missed. I must have missed what you said. Oh, I, I was going to interject something, but I didn't want to interrupt your train of thought. But apparently, I did. <laughs> um, really, that's all I really wanted to say okay. was, God deal. There's a when you're saved, you can still sin, but God deals with it. It's not something you just keep on a lifestyle over and over of sin. That it's not a lifestyle of sin because that God won't let you do that. Uh, my my thought that I was wanted to bring up as you talked about losing the salvation, and and maybe this is a a word picture for you. Uh, whenever I was uh, in the Marines, Okinawa, they have this place where you do jungle warfare training. And what part of it is they have a rope bridge. It's two ropes, one that you put your feet on and you walk across, which is, then you have a, a rope about oh, four feet above that that you hang on with you with your hands. Right. And you walk across this rope. Well, now you can be, we'll say, you can be saved, let's say, by walking across that rope and getting other side. But here's another thing they give you. Uh, another short rope with a carabiner on it is attached to your waist and the other end's attached to your the top rope. So in the event that things get really bad or shaky or you slip and fall, you're not going to fall. You got that rope. So there's gotcha. you know, salvation, right? But you can choose to clip that on and you, or you can choose to just not. You still might get across if you don't have it clipped, but let's say that turbulent time comes that the you know, sin just overpowers you and shakes you. Well, you might think you're saved because you're on that rope going across. But if you don't have that extra safety clip, you're going to be at the bottom of that ravine. <laughs> the ravine is deep. I assume the safety clip is putting your faith in Christ alone. So you, you can appear to have salvation as you, you know, say, walk that narrow path along right. that rope. You can appear to be saved. You can be doing, have the appearance of all the trappings. But if you don't have that clip on there, then maybe you're not. You're not really. Now, in the real world, trust me, if you don't have that clip on there, uh, the uh, the Marine Corps instructor on the, on the other end will know it. He will see it. And you will have to pay a payment for that. Drop and give me twenty five. You know. Mm. Uh, now, now, now that's a minor punishment for that infraction. But when in the world of God and His eternal wrath, uh, it's not just dropping your twenty five. It's like, no, take a nosedive back in that chasm. You ain't coming in. Well, you won't even get across. I mean, right. Right. When 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 you're saved, obviously you're already on the other side. But uh, any any human word picture, it, it, a parable has its limits. Correct. We're, we're pushing the limits on that parable. Correct. <laughs> but the point is, if you really are trusting in Christ, 
you're being held on to. Whereas if you're not truly trusting in Christ, if you're trusting in your works or you're just trying to kind of look the part, you're not being held on to. Right. Does that sound right? Uh, yep, it sure does. What does it really mean to love your neighbor as yourself? Confusion or faulty beliefs on this point will result in nothing more than pain and relational carnage. Christians must submit their understanding of love to God's revealed word. Love is not a feeling. Love is not tolerance or acceptance or ambivalence. Love is not merely romance. Love is a universe-altering choice to want and work toward God's best interests for the people in our lives, whether they want it or not, because that's how God loves us. The one true God of the universe has existed since eternity past in ultimate perfection. He spoke the cosmos into existence for his soul, honor, and glory. He moved heaven and earth to redeem mankind, even though we have nothing to offer him. And he's given us everything we need for life and godliness in his word. He deserves our worship. He deserves our adoration. He deserves our praise. I'm your host, A.M. Brewster, and this is the Celebration of God. If you want to know God better, celebrate Him more, and help the ones you love to do the same, subscribe to this podcast and visit celebrationofgod.com to learn more about this dynamic discipleship resource. And remember, the Celebration of God is a listener-supported ministry. Welcome to the Truth Be Known podcast, bringing you the objective truth boldly, candidly, and without apology. Welcome to this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Truth Be Known podcast. I'm Nathaniel Jolly. And I'm Eki Tepsipornchai. And a Christian, you know, Christians above all, be faithful, leave the results to God, and trust in the hope we have in Christ. Until next time, let the truth be known. The Truth Be Known podcast is a theologically driven, gospel-centered program serving the body of Christ by bringing biblical truth to bear on issues facing the church today. Subscribe to the Truth Be Known podcast by using the podcast app on your Apple or Android device or listen online at strivingforeternity.org in the podcast section. Andrew Rappaport's Rap Report is a podcast providing biblical interpretations and applications. It is a ministry of striving for eternity and part of the Christian podcast community. We provide a biblical view of cultural events, discuss how to apply God's word to the Christian life, address issues that concern the church, and we even take some time to offer a correct understanding of those commonly misinterpreted passages of scripture. You will hear from great guests like Justin Peters, Todd Friel, Jay Warren Wallace, and Gabe Hughes. Andrew has the Rap Report Daily, which is a two-minute Monday through Friday podcast, and then the longer Rap Report podcast for more content. Subscribe to both today by searching for Rap Report on any podcast app, spelled R-A-P-P, Report, or click the podcast link at strivingforeternity.org. Hey, and that's for show. Uh, I hope we didn't mind that first over oh, 10 or so minutes of getting caught up. Uh, this thought that would be a handy thing for folks. So we haven't really been able to record in person a lot, although we've heard our voices back to back on the episode. But anyway, I don't have an awful lot to say to wrap this up. It has been gone a little bit longer than I anticipated. But hey, uh, thanks for sticking with us to the end here. Uh, tell a friend about us that's how we really do grow our listenership the most and get the word out there for others to hear about us and if, if while you're out there on the world wide web if you stop by our homepage, you can listen to this or any episode right from our homepage. there's an audio player embedded right in there you can even download it from there play it from there uh, while you're there feel free to send us an email there is a contact page you can now leave a remark on any of the show notes. Uh, tell us what you thought about the episode. We'd love to hear about what you have to say. And with all that, time to get on out of here. I hope the retrobots weren't too annoying for you. Thanks for listening once again. This is your host, Keith, signing out. We'll see you next week.
visit life-truth.com where you can find all our shows. Leave a message or call our voicemail number at 401-753-4844. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash life truth page. Follow us on Twitter at HPNCast, capital H, capital P, capital N, capital C, A-S-T. Everything Nathan Caldwell does can be found at facebook.com forward slash protectors of the book. Music in the show is used by permission of Kevin Zerby at zerbinator.wordpress.com. May God richly bless you. May you find everything you need. And if you don't know Jesus, your greatest need is a savior. Thanks for listening.